This is Carl Palachuk, and you're listening to the SMB Community Podcast, produced by and for the Small Biz Thoughts community. We're dedicated to making every IT professional a successful IT professional. Hi, this is Carl. Welcome to another SMB Community Podcast. I'm joined today by Joseph Landis from Nerdio. Uh, welcome, sir. How are you? It's great to be here, Carl. I've wanted to be on your podcast for a long time, so I'm glad that this day has arrived. <laughs> well, thanks for being here. So Joseph worked at Microsoft for about 25 years and then uh, moved over to Nerdio, and uh, he helps MSPs learn how to build successful cloud practices on Azure. Uh, now, is that a difficult thing? Uh, not if you're using Nerdio, Carl. It's not a difficult thing. You know, uh, you're right. I worked for Microsoft for almost 25 years. I loved it there. I still have a ton of great relationships with people. People always ask me, do you miss Microsoft? And I always say, I think you miss people more than anything, right? Right. But when I was at Microsoft, it, particularly the last eight years, I really saw the struggles that managed service providers were having bringing their customers to the cloud and specifically bringing their customers infrastructure to the cloud. They certainly were and are moving in the direction of Office 365, Microsoft 365. So from a SaaS perspective, I think it's going really well. But from an IaaS perspective and really learning how to embrace Microsoft Azure, uh, it's been much more challenging. So when I was introduced to our founder and CEO, Vadim Vladimirsky at Nerdio, and he showed me the tools that, that we have at Nerdio, our SaaS application, Nerdio for Azure, that allows MSPs to build successful cloud practices in Azure, the proverbial light bulb went off in my head. I said, this is it. This is exactly what MSPs need uh, to start really transforming their business. Uh, and I jumped out of Microsoft and jumped right over to Nerdio. I've been here a little bit more than a year, and it's been super. Very cool. So are you based in Seattle? I'm not based in Seattle, Carl. Uh, our company is based in Chicago, uh, although, as many people say, I'm sort of based in a different place every day because I try to spend every day with partners. I right. do something on my uh, calendar. I always code green for every meeting where I'm meeting with an MSP. And if I don't have enough green on my calendar, I get a little bit nervous. All righty. So, um what size MSPs generally do you deal with? Is it like super small people or is it folks who are, you know, whatever, uh, they, they're looking at uh, clients with 100 users and above? Or Yeah, I would say, Carl, that certainly we work with MSPs of all sizes. So if you look at our client roster, if you look at the MSPs who work with us, over 1,000 MSPs around the world, um, there are some that are quite small and there are some that are incredibly large. There are some that are regional. There are some that are national. If you ask me what sort of the typical profile is of a MSP that uh, we work with, I always like to say that the MSPs we work with tend to be what I would call hyper local. A good example might be Litzia in Bellingham, Washington. Litzia is a great MSP in Bellingham. And uh, Matt Henderson, who runs that uh, MSP, the owner and the founder, you know, typically goes after clients who are within probably, you know, a 50 to 100 mile radius of his location. Right. Uh, he's probably most often calling on small and medium sized businesses. 
Uh, and those businesses have anywhere from, you know, maybe 20 seats to over 100 seats. And I think that's kind of the sweet spot. We also work with national MSPs as well. Uh, but I certainly think the sweet spot for MSPs who are looking to build a cloud practice in Azure now are more what I would call the hyper-local MSPs. And is their most common project to take uh, a server and put it up into the Azure cloud? That definitely is a great starting point, Carl, for many MSPs. They have perhaps a Windows Server 2008 that's going end of support, by the way, in just a few days. I don't know when this podcast will run, but uh, on January 14th. So uh, that certainly is a scenario. Um, and we see what I think is really a tremendous scenario in the MSP ecosystem. We see a lot of deployment of virtual desktops. That is a very common scenario in the MSP space, quite frankly, I think more common than even Microsoft realizes. So this would be not just moving sort of a file server or domain controller, but really deploying the entire infrastructure into what we call IT as a service, full virtual desktop environment. So um, as a rule, uh, is this something that you work with partners on or they just like use your tool and go click, click, click and it does it all by itself? Yeah, that's a great question. I'd say uh, the answer to that, Carl, is yes and yes. Um, our, our tool is, in, is incredibly automated. Our entire product is built around automation technology. So, for example, um, when you want to deploy a new IT environment in Microsoft Azure, uh, you simply go get your Azure subscription, your Office 365 subscription, and plug it into our tool. And within a few hours, your entire IT infrastructure in Azure is built. So certainly um, the foundation of our company and the foundation of our product is automation. In addition to that, having started an MSP ourselves 15 years ago in Chicago, we know how important it is to have best-in-class, excellent partner support and customer support. So we've built out a partner solutions team that is comprised exclusively of former MSP owners and operators. And every time an MSP wants to go live with their first Azure practice, they will be assigned what we call a go live engineer to really not just put the project live, but to really learn how to build a successful cloud practice in Azure. So there's automation, plus there's a lot of handholding when you work with Nerdio. And when you talk about putting infrastructure in the cloud, beyond servers and workstations, what kinds of things are people putting into the Azure cloud? Well, you know, I, I certainly think um, they are, they're putting a lot of different things into the cloud, Carl. I mean, as, as, you, as you rightly said, um, and, and especially in the MSP space, as I mentioned, they're certainly putting virtual desktops in the cloud. When you think about a typical uh, deployment that we, we do, sort of a base deployment with our automation tool, Nerdio for Azure, the typical deployment would be setting up a DMZ subnet and a LAN subnet, uh, really setting up the Office 365 infrastructure uh, and your file server if needed, your Active Directory if, if, if needed as well, an application server, a database server. On the virtual desktop side, certainly um, with the new Windows virtual desktop way of doing things for Microsoft, it might be a pooled desktop or a personal desktop and really migrating the existing environment, the existing Active Directory environment, environment servers and desktops 
uh, up into the cloud. So I think the way to think of it, Carl, is an MSP who has a client who's on-premises, it could be a server that's installed uh, on-site, it could be uh, a colo data center, we will take that existing environment and we will migrate it for them to the cloud. So the MSP doesn't have to sort of figure out step-by-step how to do it. They just need to know to get their cloud services subscriptions and we'll do the rest of the work for them. So when you say you'll do the rest of the work, so let's say, I I want to be very granular because I know a lot of people, their sticking point is, I can't get my head around how exactly I move stuff to the cloud, right? So, um, because I talk to so many MSPs and I'm like, why are you putting things on site? And the answer is, because I can't get my head around what's, what's step one, what's step two, how do I move yeah. stuff to the cloud? So, yeah. so I want to you know, work at that level. So I've got a server, it's got Active Directory, I've got some workstations. Um, do I do a you know, physical to virtual migration and then like upload a file to you or do I just install a widget and uh, go to sleep at night and when I wake up it's in the cloud or you know what what do I do to move my server my client server to the cloud yeah great question Carl I think the best way to explain that is to take you and the folks who are listening to the podcast through what you might call a typical Azure migration and describe where Nerdio fits in and I and I think by doing that you'll also investment areas we've made in our SaaS application Nerdio for Azure. So if you look at the typical Azure migration, and here I'm talking about really greater than 90% of the cases that we see, typically the MSP will start with some sort of an assessment. Um, Oftentimes the MSP knows the customer environment very well, um, but if they don't know the customer environment well and they want to use an automated assessment tool, um, from Microsoft and Azure Migrate Tool, Mover, something like that, they would inventory the existing environment. And once they've done that, they would come to Nerdio and they would make use of something called the Nerdio Cost Estimator. What does the cost estimator do? It prices the Azure deployment for you. It will estimate for the MSP the cost of the Azure deployment. And that typically is, the, is really after the assessment, the first thing an MSP wants to know. And as you said, it's, it's a real sticking point that we see. Hey, I, I know I want to move to Azure, but I have no idea what it's going to cost me. And I've really struggled to figure that out. So they'll assess, they'll come to our tool and in a very simplified way, price the deployment. Once they've priced it and they understand what it's going to cost, they then go to their cloud distributor and pick up really two things, their Azure subscription and their Office 365 or Microsoft 365 uh, subscription. They then take those and enter that uh, subscription information into our tool on one screen. And then by by clicking save, it kicks off the roughly two hour process of building the Azure environment, of deploying it. So now we've had three steps. We've had the assessment, the pricing, and the deployment. And then what our tool does is that it extends and migrates the on-premises environment into the cloud. It connects the Azure deployment to your existing environment. And by using something called Azure Site Recovery, it migrates the the bits. It moves the bits from the existing environment into Azure. So again, the MSP doesn't need to worry about doing this themselves. It's, It's automated through our tool and through using Azure Site Recovery. 
once so, that, sorry, go ahead. I was just to say, so what if, let's say that I have a 2008 server and you're going to yeah. put me on 2016 or 2019. Uh, does it migrate to the new server or does it come up as a 2008 server and then I got to mess with it from there? No, it will, it will give you the option to migrate to the new server, typically the most you know recent server. But if you want to move to 2016, 2019, you'll have that option. So it'll expand the Active Directory, put in the new stuff and and then migrate over and make itself basically take over those, those FISMO roles. Uh, that's right. That's, that's actually right. And, and actually through using um, a patented tool that we've created called hybrid AD, uh, it will take the existing active directory domain controller and migrate it over into uh, Azure active directory. So, so once that has happened, once the migration has happened, then, you know, I always like to say the hard work begins for the MSP typically because now they have a client who's running in Azure. And a real piece of value add that, that Nerdio provides is in the optimization of the environment and the day-to-day -day management of the environment. So what do I mean by that? So imagine you're an MSP uh, and you've got, you know, now five clients that you've moved to Azure. Now you need to figure out first how to optimize that environment. So we've created some auto-scaling technology that allows the MSP to, to auto-scale the VMs to save on costs. The example that I always like to give is the electricity in your home. So similar to the electricity in your home, where if you leave for the day and you leave all the lights on and you leave your TVs on and your stove on, uh, your bill at the end of the month is going to be pretty high. It's right. the same thing with Azure, right? Because with Azure, you're paying for consumption. So you're paying for those compute and OS meters that are spinning. So if you can use an automation solution like Nerdio, where we have built in auto-scaling technology that will scale down the environment, the servers, the desktops, when they don't need to be used, and then automatically scale them up again, let's say in the morning before use, you really could save a lot of money on the costs of Azure. Well, so, I think a lot of people are confused by the pricing because they look at Azure's, you know, their pricing tool, and then they go spin up a server with SQL on it, and uh, they leave it up for a month, and then, <laughs> and then their, you know, entire, uh, you know, allotment for the month has been depleted. So they're like, wait a minute, what happened here? Yeah, um, you're right. I mean, I and I, I mean this comment with all respect, having worked at Microsoft for a very long time. You know, you sort of need a PhD in the Azure calculator to figure out how to operate it. It's not really designed for the MSP environment. And that's why we created the cost estimator to really simplify it and why we suggest to MSPs use our cost estimator first, understand the true cost of running it, and then we can all through our cost estimator and through our day-to-day -day coaching show you different ways to really save money off of the list price of Azure. And I'd like to talk to you about that after I finish the Azure migration story, because I think it's a great uh, discussion to have with MSPs who are looking to move to Azure, how to make money selling Azure. Right. Um, but what, you know, so once as an MSP, you've, you've uh, done the auto scaling and you're saving money, then you also have all of these calls that are coming into your help desk every day, right? You have um, your knock, your help desk, People are calling in, hey, I need to reset my password. Hey, um, my VM needs to be uh, enlarged. I need more storage. I, I, many, many, many questions to come in. 
So that's where we help with Nerdio as well with the ongoing management. So our Nerdio admin portal allows the MSP to manage their customers in Azure, to operationally manage all aspects of the new Azure environment in three clicks or less. So we provide what we call simplified management. We strive for the MSP to be able to do everything they need to do to manage the Azure environment in three clicks or less. Uh, and then, you know, once they're able to do that, then the billing, the, the partner billing system, if you will, typically is provided by the cloud distributor that they're getting their Azure from or their Office 365 from. So that really is the typical you know, Azure migration, that typical Azure journey. Again, there's an, to start at the beginning, there's an assessment, there's a pricing you want to do, the deployment of Azure, the extension and the migration of the, of the existing bits. And then once you've done that, the optimization and the management of the environment. So with the, the I guess, uh, ramping it down at night, do you turn machines off or do you just uh, like lower the amount of resources that are available to them? What exactly do you do with that? Uh, we, we have many options, Carl. You can, you can power off a machine totally. You could power off, let's say, a desktop totally. You know, if, if Julia um, only works from nine to five, maybe she's a task worker at a specific company, and you know that there's no chance she's ever going to be in the office past five o'clock, and you know that she's always going to come to the office at nine o'clock, we could power off her desktop so there's literally no compute. We also have the option of uh, powering down or changing from one VM series to the other. So perhaps, let's say during the day, um, you have a client who's doing a lot of graphics intensive processing and maybe they need uh, what Microsoft calls an N series or a GPU enabled uh, you know, VM series. But that's a very expensive series to run and you really don't want that running uh, certainly tw not 24 by 7 and no more than you want. So you could say, you know what, I'm going to power that down uh, overnight. I still want it to run, but I'm going to power it down to a B series or, you know, B for boy series virtual machine, which Microsoft calls burstable VMs, where you only pay when you're actually using uh, the VM when it's bursting up. So we really support all of those different uh, scenarios, Carl. And what about maintenance? Because if a machine's off, do you crank it up during maintenance cycles or like, you know, if I've got an RMM from whoever, pick your yep. brand, um, I want to monitor those machines and I want to make sure that they're patched and fixed and updated. Yeah, we can absolutely do that through our scheduling tool that we have with the auto scaling. So it allows, really it allows the MSP incredible flexibility uh, from an auto scaling perspective to be able to turn it on, turn it off when they want to specific times um, or even, um, in a dynamic way, it will it will look at the patterns of the usage of the servers and desktops uh, and recommend to the MSP uh, ways to be able to uh, scale it down and save money as well. And uh, this might seem like a silly question to you, but uh, is Nerdio International? Do you, if somebody says, I want my, my data to stay in Canada or in Australia, can you do that? Uh, yeah, so, you know, I think there's a few ways to, to answer that question, Carl. First of all, we certainly are international. We have partners that are working with us all over the world. We have distribution relationships that exist all over the world. So if you are an MSP in a specific country, um, likely there will be a distributor who you could work with to procure Nerdio for Azure. But really, 
the um, you know from a data perspective, really the, the first order bit, if you will, is which data center will they be consuming cloud services from, right? And we, of course, support every data center, every availability zone that Microsoft has. So when you actually deploy Nerdio for Azure for the first time, it will ask you, what data center do you want to deploy into? And, um, and that's where you will pull your Azure resources from. So, so we, are, we certainly uh, support the needs of um, partners all over the world. And so I guess the next question is, okay, so I'm, I'm going to push a button. The miracle's going to happen. You're going to take care of it. Uh, do I need anything else on site? Like, what do I have on site? Do I throw my, uh, my server away, put it, put it in the recycling pile? Well, um, you know, there's, there's certainly probably a lot of good memes about what you could do with old servers, right? So I'm, I'm sure you could probably come up with, you know, uh, door stoppers and all kinds of other things, right? But yes, I mean, the, you know, the goal would be, and I think you referenced it a little earlier in the podcast, Carl, is, you know, certainly anyone who is thinking of doing a new deployment for a customer, you know, I think really needs to think not just twice, but probably three, four or five times before they go out and buy a new server and deploy it at a customer site. That just, in this world today where you have the hyperscale availability of, of public cloud services of Microsoft Azure, that really doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, so yes, you know they could de they could decommission their existing servers. They could run you know purely in the cloud, and we see that happening all the time. One very common scenario, in fact, that, that we see a lot of. It, it might sound a little funny, but it's really quite common in the MSP space. Is MSPs call us all the time and they say, you know what, I have this QuickBooks server on site with the customer, and it's you know it's acting up. It's it's time for us to refresh it. Can we just really migrate? Uh, the QuickBooks server into the cloud. And that's a very common scenario and one that we think is a great way to move to Azure. You know, in addition to what I mentioned before, perhaps uh, Windows Server 2008 that's going into support, another great opportunity uh, for, an, for an MSP to really start getting rid of the hardware and moving into the cloud. Well, there's no end of opportunities. Like <laughs> no every end. machine gets older by one year every year. So it's right. just a matter of time. Uh, and are you seeing uh, that folks are actually like putting more servers in the cloud and, and fewer on site uh, in the small business space? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, look, it's, it certainly is, is a journey. No question about it, Carl, it's a journey. I think that um, many, many more MSPs dipped their toes in the water when it came to public cloud services with Office 365. In fact, it's quite rare to run into an MSP today uh, who has not either put all their clients in Office 365 or have started the process. Most, oh, don't, yeah. want to, and most don't want to manage on-premises exchange servers anymore. And, and I think, you know, obviously ma many fewer have done that with Azure. And that's really where we come in at Nerdio. We really help them get over that hump. You know, there's really three challenges, Carl, that we hear more often than not when it comes to MSPs delaying the move to Azure. The first thing they say to us is it's expensive. What do I mean by expensive? Not the price of Azure per se, but if they're an MSP who's never done anything in Azure before, and this is their first time doing it, but they have no people in their MSP that know how to architect and manage an IT solution, they really have two choices. They could go hire someone from outside their company and bring them in who has those skills, 
or they could retrain their existing staff. And either of those things are an expense to the MSP. So that is a real barrier that we see. The second challenge we hear from MSPs is they find Azure to be complicated. They say, look, you know, I've gone to the Azure portal. I've gone to the Azure calculator. It's complicated. I don't really understand how to do this. I'm going to stay where I am on premises. And then the third challenge, which we hear actually more often than not, um, and more often than the other two challenges, is that it's risky. Why do they say it's risky? Because they know how to go out, buy a server, and you know, manage it, monitor it. And now we're saying, welcome to the world of, of cloud consumption. Welcome to the world where you will charge your customers based on how much they consume. So MSPs get nervous about that. They say, well, what happens if my customer over-consumes? Like the example you gave before, what if they you know, just sort of turn right, on their single server and leave it on? How does that work? Um, so, so for those three reasons, we see MSPs hesitating to move to Azure. And that's really where we come in with Nerdio, with the investments we've made in deployment, really simplified deployment, with the pricing solution with our cost estimator, with the day-to-day -day management of our Nerdio admin portal, simplified management, and with the auto-scaling technology that we have. We really try to make it so that there's no reason the MSP is not able to easily move to Azure. And I think, Carl, we saw 2019 be really an explosive year, not just for Nerdio, but for the ecosystem around Azure. And I think 2020 is gonna be at least twice as fast, if not uh, faster. So we only have a few minutes left, but um, here's a question you may not be prepared for. What okay. happens if I've made the mistake of using some other service like Amazon Web Services, and I realize, ah, oh, man, this is more of a pain than it's worth. I'm trying to decide whether I should bring it back down to a physical server or move it to Azure. Can you help with that transition? So, yeah, I'll answer that question. Well, the answer is yes, we absolutely can, can do a migration from an existing uh, public cloud over to Azure. There's no question about that. We typically recommend to our MSPs that they always do a greenfield deployment. And that's how we do our deployments because we have a core value in our company that we call pilot safely. It should be that an MSP can pilot something, can try something out, deploy it in a greenfield way, and then connect it in. So absolutely, we can move from... Uh, AWS into Azure, we could help MSPs do that. Um, and quite frankly, you know, the scenario you described, Carl, it does, it comes up in the MSP space, not as often as you might expect. We are seeing, we're seeing a tremendous amount of momentum around Microsoft Azure, because really most of the MSPs are Microsoft partners already. They might, you know, they may have bought something from Microsoft, they may have a silver or a mobile partner, they're experimenting or using uh, different Microsoft technologies, they Office 365. So it's a very natural next step to move into Azure. For those MSPs who've experimented with a different cloud, we certainly are happy to help them move over to Azure. But if you're an MSP who's trying to take a decision today as to what cloud I should pick, we certainly uh, strongly recommend Microsoft Azure. Very cool. All right. Well, how do folks get a hold of you and, and get started to you know, investigate this and see if it's uh, something they want to do. Absolutely. We have a very easy way to get in touch with us, Carl. Uh, it's on our website at getnerdio.com, www.getnerdio.com. On our website, we, we have a, a bunch of very cool things for the MSP. We have, first of all, a free trial. 
So you can test out our product. You can, you know, bring a customer into it and see how it operates. We have a free version of our cost estimator. So if you want to understand how much it will cost to move to Azure, you could run our cost estimator on our website. And we've also invested in something called the Nerdio Academy. We have built what we believe is the greatest repository of Azure-focused materials for MSPs. Now, I think it's fair to say Microsoft probably has the greatest repository of Azure materials, but not for MSP. So our content is designed specifically for MSPs. Uh, we have white papers, we have videos, we have a, a, a class called Everything Azure for MSPs. So we highly recommend every MSP who wants to speak to us, uh, go to our website, getnerdio.com. And in addition to that, we're probably going to participate in another 100 events this year as a company. So chances are if you're an MSP and you're a part of a peer group or you're going to an industry event, not only will, I'm sure you see Carl around there somewhere, but you'll see Nerdio as well. Uh, and we're happy to talk to you at the show and spend time with you, uh, as, really as much time as you need. Very cool. All right. Well, Joseph Landis from Nerdio, thank you for being here today. I appreciate it. And with luck, we'll talk to you again. That sounds great. Thank you very much, Carl. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for tuning in to the SMB Community Podcast. If you found this useful, interesting, or fun, please subscribe, share with your friends, and give us a thumbs up on your favorite social media. Please check out the show notes at smbcommunitypodcast.com and give us your feedback.